Another episode of Cask and Crow, the only show where you won't serve a life sentence for joining the murder. I'm your host, Lord Drew. I'm Matty Biz. What is good, everybody? Welcome the murder. Welcome, welcome, welcome the murder. Thank you guys for always tuning in and listening. I see our numbers going up constantly on our on our little chart that we can get, that I get, Biz. Uh, I, listen, I love it, and we thank you all. We love all of you. Yeah, so cheers to the murder, man. You guys are awesome. You, awesome. Also, I'm not sure if we actually mentioned this in our last episode, but we have actually broke the six-month mark. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I think we were supposed to mention it, but we never did. Yeah, that, I think that's what happened. If we did, eh, oh, well. Yeah, but six so, months, six months in. This is episode 30. Congratulations to us. Yeah, <laughs> congrats to us. If you guys are listening at home, feel free to uh, raise a glass. Well, the funny thing is, and, For the cask and, crow. And, and the reason that I even brought it up at all was because when we first started this, six months was everything that we read, basically saying that yeah, people usually, 90% of the podcasts end at this point. Yeah. People don't stick with it. They, they, they hate their numbers. They, they yeah. run out of steam whatever, for whatever reasons, like, you know. But we don't have that problem because we got a strong murder behind us, Biz. That's right. And the murder is strong here. That's right. And listen, we love all you guys for listening every week. It's awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah. Don't forget to follow us on uh, social media. All, all you guys that are downloading, man, get us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash cask and crow. Uh, you can get us on Insta on uh, Instagram at cask and crow, right? You yep. can also follow our 1853 media brethren, the Sunday shoot. They share the studio with us. They talk sports and all that type of stuff. And, you know, I always feel bad doing the plugs because I feel like the people who listen every week have no clue who these people are. Don't care. (laughs) I don't know if they don't care, but they hear it all the time, man. You know, it's it's like, but you can follow those guys at TSS Wrestling on the gram. Also, our brother Ragu has a house music podcast slash live stream. Follow him at Reckless House um, at Don't Be Reckless. And the O in Don't is a zero. You can always get all of our stuff at www.caskandcrow.lipson.com. And Matty Biz, he's got his own solo podcast, diving deep into comics and all types of villains and mis- and and mischief and all different types of shit. <laughs> get him at the Comic Scribe. 
www.comicscribe.libson.com. And of course, you got the official sponsors of the Cask and Crow show slash podcast slash live stream whenever we want to. Mm. Uh, misguided Spirits. You can follow them on Instagram at Drink Misguided. And of course, the Brooklyn Firefly. Located at 7003 3rd Avenue in beautiful Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Go stop by, have a pie, have a pint, tell them we sent you. And you know what, speak, speaking of restaurants, not just the Firefly, which great, great food, by the way. Um, New York is basically about to go back to full capacity next month, I Yo, believe. Yo, I heard. It's about to be lit. I, I don't know the exact <laughs> Let's go. date. I do not know the exact date, but still, it's awesome. New York is basically almost back. Yeah. And you know what else they said is actually coming back in, in more or less full capacity? What's that? Broadway. Broadway. This is actually interesting. I did read that, Biz, because my wife had gotten me tickets to Phantom, Phantom of the Opera, right, for my birthday. I think it was last year. We were, No, it might have been the year before that that we were going to go. I don't really remember when it was. but. COVID happened. <laughs> My whole life happen. is a blur, man, right now because of COVID. But COVID happened and it hit us and they shut everything down. So we so we weren't able to go. Uh, that sucks. And um, but now it's coming back, which is it's good for our city. Um It is not it's still- good for the industry there. I was kinda I was kinda really scared that something no, it, that's it, been around forever no, was gonna that's was never- gonna that's never going away. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Plays are all not. over. It's not just in New York, obviously, and broad, and there's stuff that's off Broadway as well. Mm-hmm. But Broadway itself, which for you guys that aren't in New York, it's basically like a two square block radius, more or less, where basically every side street is just theaters doing different plays. Yeah, and uh, you don't gotta be from New York to know what Broadway is. No, no, everyone knows knows where Broadway. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people do. But just to describe what it is, like right, for right, people right. who don't know, you know, because not everyone knows or gives a fuck. Um, <laughs> but but so I've only been personally, I've only been to one play in my life. It was The Lion King. Again, it was a Christmas gift, like a family ah. Christmas gift. I was front row, front That's row, sick. And, and I'm sorry. I never gave a fuck about plays or anything like that. Yeah. They blew my mind. The acting, even the child actors were amazing. Yeah, it's phenomenal, man. And being in the front way, now don't get me wrong, it's not the best seat in the house. Apparently the best seat in the house is like middle of everything. Yeah, if I, I mean, I've been to a few plays. I like them. My wife's been to more than me. Uh, she really, really likes to go to um, all those Broadway plays. You know, she's really, really into it. But, uh, I would say something around the middle center would be prime time. No, no, like, that, that, that's if you go to exactly. a hockey game, if you want to go watch the Rangers, you want to sit center ice. You know what I mean? No, that, that's exactly what it is. It, it's it's the, the center of the stage and basically like 10 rows back, like right in like, you yeah. know, not the far back, but right in the middle. Apparently yeah, that's like the time. acoustic center of it all. Well, if you think about it, you know, you're getting all the speakers, you're getting yes. the best view of the stage. Yeah, you right. get to you see, see everything. And, and just like a TV, you get to watch it right in the middle, not yeah. like to the side or anything. Right. Uh, but I have to say, one of the coolest things, though, about my my time there was being able to just lean forward just that little bit, and you actually seen the orchestra playing downstairs. Because it's, yeah. it's under the stage. Yes. And I thought that was cool as hell. I was like, wow. It's very, very cool. I saw, I took, uh, I, I took the kid to go see The Legend of Zelda 
orchestra. I remember you when told they me were about coming this. around to the city, and like they do, it's like a traveling orchestra, like floating, whatever that like they act. There's a there's an actual term for it, you know. Like there's an actual term. I, what it's I, I know what you're talking about, but I couldn't. I, I'd be it's a traveling band, man. M- m- <laughs> more, more or less, they're on tour. They're on tour, right? And they and they don't do tours all year long, so you got to catch them when they're in your hometown when you can. Yeah. And uh, I took the kid to go see the Zelda, the uh, Legend of Zelda Orchestra, and they play all the themes, and they have like this backdrop with like some gameplay going on and stuff. It was super, super, super dope, but um. But shit I, yeah. is expensive, man. Okay. Like, it is. That's where I was getting at when I said that we were going to go. Whew. So we got our refund for not being able to go see Phantom okay. uh, of the Opera. I didn't know if they gave you a rain check or a refund. How we that did. It was exactly. like pulling teeth, but we but Jennifer was able to get her money back for that. Okay. And I think there was still like a fee that she couldn't get back. I don't know the exact math there, bro. That was probably like whatever. Um, Ticketmaster or yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever company you she bought it from. They took their money. Yeah. And they ran away with it. Yeah, because <laughs> they, they don't really make money off the ticket sales. They they put the fees and the charges and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so she heard that the Broadway's, that the whole Broadway was coming back and she... In September, by the way. Right. But she went and she was like, she still wanted to take me. She still wants know? to go. It's just... Yeah. And then she looked and she was like, babe, you, you like... The prices went up, she right? She was like, it's exponentially higher than what it was. It's probably she double was, the price. She she had gotten really good seats, right, to go to this play. And she said for the price of... <laughs> she's, she, all right, basically, she told me that it'll be like... It's literally double the amount that she paid for I two imagine. tickets. I imagine. That's... And I was like... She's like, you still want me? Like, she's like, you still want me to pull the trigger on this? And I was like, nah. I could watch this on TV. I was like, don't do <laughs> okay. it. You know, I, you know, maybe when things come back to normal, maybe in a couple when years, they, when, we'll they re- go. when they recoup some of that money, yeah, and man. Shit. Like, let, I'm let, not really. Let's just put it like this. Like I said, I've only been to one, and we went to get some drinks during intermission. Mm-hmm. My brother-in-law paid for this. I didn't even. Um, it was thirty-six dollars. For one Long Island iced tea. Yeah, wow. And and, and when, when I say one, I'm talking about a, a cup, solo cup. A cup. Well, it wasn't a solo cup. They actually did give you a Lion, a Lion King cup, like, you know, but it, okay. was, it was actually thinner and around this size. It was just as tall, but thinner than the cup that I'm holding in my hand right now, which is a red solo cup for people that aren't watching. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Uh, absolutely insane. And But at the same time, you know what? I didn't want to drink much because I didn't want to have to get up and pee. You don't do that during no. a live performance. I'm sorry, you don't. No, you don't be that guy walking nope. around in the audience going to take a piss. No, exactly. I mean, you do that in a comedy show. Expect to get fucking ripped when you come back. Right. Or exactly. at least something being said. Now, other other than just uh, than just Broadway coming back though, and and stuff reopening, I gotta. If, if you, this is also the the NFL draft weekend. Just passed. NFL draft just happened, yep. Now, not necessarily going to get into that, you know, because we don't talk too much sports over here. But what we do talk a lot about is streaming services and stuff like that. And now, The streaming wars, you self-titled them. Yes, the streaming wars. Now, to actually pull it all together, we've mentioned before, and anyone who was watching football last year, you noticed that you were able to watch Thursday games on Amazon Prime, right? Yep. 
you will only be able to watch Thursday games on Amazon Prime moving forward. Really? In 2000, it says 2022. So I don't know if that's actually. It was supposed to be 2023. I read I read yesterday that it was 2022. Mm. So now that actually will not. Now that actually that actually won't actually affect this season coming up, but it will next year. Okay. Because think about it, like you know, basically there'll only be one or two Thursday games in 2022. But here's my no, the I mean they just up to it's a 17 week season now for this year. There's some Thursday night games. In 2022. Oh, I see what you're saying. So this season, you'll still be able to watch it. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. for next year, 2022, mm-hmm. you'll only be able to watch Thursday games on Amazon Prime. I, you know, I see some people have some gripes about this on the internet. Well, well, <laughs> I mean. But, yo, who doesn't fucking have Amazon. That well, a that that's number one, and b it's no different than people than not being able to watch Monday Night Football if you don't have ESPN. Right? Who doesn't? Right? right. I don't Facts, have ESPN because I don't have cable. I cut my cord eight years ago, and it's the best move I ever made in my no, fucking life. I get it, but who doesn't have Amazon Prime though? Like the majority of people do. No offense if you don't have Amazon Prime, but you know someone who does that can loan you the the password. Yo, I mean, <laughs> the only gripe that I could actually try to take from this is like the picture quality like like you know how i am i'm a big like well, hd that goes down to, yeah that goes down to your internet 4k quality. type of you know i'm big into like the whole technology like my tv has to be the newest i i, I like the 4k streaming the 5k like i'm big it. on I that it. shit i get you know? it. Well, so, well, i mean you have that tv that has those capabilities right, right, right. i don't have the four or five k capabilities I, I have like you know regular fucking 1080p 1080, yeah which is i mean you're watching a sports game it still looks i've watched no, sports games looks, yeah it looks, looks fine, fine you know? yeah it looks absolutely and the cast and crow uh here exactly. up in the studio we, we don't have the 4k i mean and the the games look fine you know we yeah. watch them in you know in-house all the time but that's the only gripe i could i could possibly see people having that sure. Amazon streaming might not be as good as well I mean I don't know but I've watched Thursday to, night games on Amazon Prime that comes down to your internet it's the same thing as if like you know if you have problems watching Netflix or anything like that Hulu then yeah you're gonna have problems with this it, it, it's just the way it is and honestly I mean I'm not too mad at it but again it, it kind of goes in the way that if you do not subscribe to 20 different services you're gonna miss out with something and obviously right. i'm exaggerating a little with 20 different services but not much this is kind of the way it is now you know what i just read or was told so <laughs> i don't even know wait someone told you something someone told me something man oh, shit. i don't even know if i want to give him a shout out because i was so mad he ruined my day when he told me but my cousin phil told me about back for blood bro Ah, uh, yeah you mentioned this to me I know, I know you so, were really looking forward to there this. Was so a, there was a game I was really looking forward to, and it was called Back for Blood. It was like the Left for Dead's unofficial, unofficial third. third. Right, right, right. Exactly. You know, and um, Back it was supposed blood, to Blood Left for Dead. Yeah, right? it was by the the same team and stuff like that. Oh man, I've spoken about it on Cask and Crow episodes past, and and. It was supposed to come out June 22nd or June 23rd. Yeah, very soon. And they pushed it back till October, bro. 
But that's a big pushback. October, bro. I mean, from that, June. That's a four month pu- pushback. But there's always a silver lining, right? What's that? In time. For I Christmas? mean, I, no. <laughs> screw all that. I'm just saying, like, it actually is perfect timing for a zombie game, though. October. October. Halloween. My favorite month of the year. I like the fall. I like all that Halloweeny type of stuff, you know. As we know on Cast and Crow, I'm sure the murder knows. Uh, for anyone that wasn't listening to our first couple episodes, October is basically where we started, and we basically did a whole month on horror and stuff like that. Listen, October is basically over here at Cask and Crow. <laughs> we drink misguided spirits. <laughs> so, you're doing, you're doing, you're so doing a commercial over here? Bro. No, no, no. Over here at Cask and Crow, we really like um, October and we really like horror and uh, we call it Halloweeny. So whenever the month of October hits, um, just a little heads up, you should get used to <laughs> a lot of Halloween vibes. Also get used to in the studio, man. Also, just so you know, we're going to be uh, arguing sci-fi and horror a lot over here. Arguing sci-fi and horror. Maybe Maddie will realize. <laughs> but Oh, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep putting on movies for you, and you're going to be like, all right, yeah, this is a fucking horror movie. Maybe, maybe. But, you know, we usually decorate the studio for Halloween and all that type of stuff. So I'm not really mad about the October. I just, I was looking... I was looking forward to it for this summer, man. I was looking forward you to really play this game this summer. And, like, I don't really, like, you know, I'll get into one game, and that's the game I play for a while. I don't really jump around too much. You know this, Biz. No, no. Like, I'm kind of the same. I, I like to try things out, but I don't get into it No, much. I have a couple games I like to play, and I play those games. Of course, there's my nostalgia that's a different thing. And I'll go back and I'll revisit my old games. But then when I do that, I jump in and I dive into them and I'm I'm in there for a little while. Like yeah. I won't be playing my current gen stuff. I'm in my nostalgic feels. <laughs> you know? No, I completely get that, man. That, that was like me. My most recent one was uh, a couple of months ago I bought uh, uh, Final Fantasy VIII Remake. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. I mean... It doesn't. It doesn't stand up. It yeah, doesn't. I know. The story does. Right. Of course. <clears throat> the, I mean, story the story was is amazing. It's just yeah. But the actual graphics, even though they did update a lot of it, they updated all the cutscenes and everything like that. They updated the characters, but they didn't spend the time to update the backgrounds. I remember you speaking and, about this. And, yeah. Oh, it was like okay. So I, I for people that don't watch, I wear glasses. Okay, I have astigmatism in both my eyes. It was basically <laughs> like is the background was like if I was watching this without my glasses, I couldn't read like the signs and stuff. It was like really I wonder bad. why they did that, man. Um strictly because of man hours. Um You think so? You think it had to do with something like that? Like uh, all right. Definitely. This'll take an X amount more money and X amount more manpower to do this. Fuck it. Let's just concentrate on the characters uh, and uh, honestly thousand percent um Wow. If you actually I mean I know you were never a big fan of any of the games. So if you actually did not a fan Per se, but it's on my respect. Like no, it, I it, respect it. Gotcha. For what it is. Gotcha. But but like if, if you ever actually played the games, there is such detail in in the buildings and the stuff in the background, in the signs that are there, everything. They put so much detail, especially so you're on saying that PS one. This, this type of stuff kind of makes the game almost like it's one of those You know what? Back in this, this was a PS One game. Mm-hmm. Back then, yes, it really did. Yeah, it, it was. It definitely 
put it on a different level than any other games at the time. Mm -hmm. And so with the remake, it loses a little something, but I still enjoy it. And, and mostly the, the nostalgia factor. Of know? course. There's always going to be that nostalgic yeah. travel downtime. Like, I've, like, I hold firm to saying that music is one of the only real ways to try to, to like time travel kind of you know because you could not hear something for 20 years and brings you back to that day right back to that time when you first heard it and you know the feeling you had when you first heard something and it's it's you know it's the same for video games man like it's kind the of. same you know i agree with that i agree with that wholeheartedly it brings back a certain feeling a time of your life what you were doing at that time and, and the funny thing is, you don't even remember half the stuff. But then when you start either listening to the song or playing the game, it brings back other memories like, wow, I remember chilling with my boy over here and like, you know, this was happening and that was happening. Right, right. And I'm sorry, I personally love it, you know? Absolutely, dude. Speaking of music, though, um, you guys might know a little song called Jump Around by the House of Pain. It turns 28 years old old today oh, man why you got 28 me? years old i know it makes me feel old too and oh. it definitely makes you feel old but shout out to our brothers man everlast danny boy dj lethal congratulations 28 years old today jump around baby i mean that, that, that's awesome i mean speaking it, of time travel and music i had to throw that out there man for you guys that listening that maybe don't know the song i mean you should in general i don't but, think there's anybody but who doesn't if you've know that ever song. been in a bar during during saint patrick's day you've heard this song now, multiple but, times or ever been to some kind of sporting event at a stadium man it's play, it, it plays it's a timeless fucking song at the absolutely at the timeless. Same time, you gotta realize man there's a bunch of people that just turned 20 within the last couple of years and go to a bar legally yeah, yeah these songs aren't played anymore unless you're in like you know an older <laughs> person bar or at st patrick's no, day they played during this every sporting event man that, that's different those that's iconic <clears throat> That that just that whole intro that iconic horns blaring. Well, wow, so it's it's it, it basically you hear it everywhere. It's basically just like Cotton On Joe now. It still holds up to this <laughs> day. So I just wanted to you know I just wanted to since we were talking about music twenty eight years today, man. Okay, yes, jump that, around. That makes me feel extremely old. But you know what makes me feel even older? And this happens all the fucking time. What's that? I'll be playing like you know my classic rock station on like Pandora or whatever like that, and then all of a sudden they'll start playing either some late '80s hair band or some like even '90s. Nirvana has come up on my fucking classic rock station. Now don't get me wrong. I understand it's old. I understand it's over twenty years old now. So yes. It belongs there, but still, it hurt me a little in my soul. Yeah, it's always it weird to, you know, it's it's always weird to listen to classic rock and Soundgarden comes up with some shit like that, and you're like, oh, man. And the funny thing is, I I'm getting old, man. I, I read something else today that, that, like, again, hit me in the gut a little bit. <laughs> like, you know, I remember when I was, like, in high school and stuff, you know, I used to talk about, like, bands like The Doors and, like, you know, 60s bands but and stuff like But that was old, this. though. Yeah, no, but think of it like this. Right now. Talking about bands from the 90s is the same thing if you were in the 90s talking about bands from the 60s. Is that mathematically accurate? Yes, it is. Fuck. 30 fucking years old, dude. Man. 30 fucking wow. years old. Yeah, I guess so when kid, you're in it, you don't realize it. So kids are talking about Kurt Cobain right now in high school, just like I used to talk about fucking uh, uh, Morrison from the fucking Doors. Yeah. yeah. Or the Beatles. 
Think of it like that. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't want to think about Shoot it like that, Biz. Like, I'm sorry. When I do this, it's just like I realize. All right, I <laughs> guess I'm. I guess I'm old. But no, I don't think I'm old. Like you know, it's weird. I don't want to it think really about it like weird. that. Speaking of old and 30, 30 some odd years. So back in February, The Legend of Zelda, right? It turned yeah. 35 years old. And I know we spoke about it yes. uh, back in February when it first happened. Yeah. But what's crazy to me is that Nintendo never really did anything for its 35th year anniversary of the game. And this is, this is like a staple in their... Oh, it's one of their main titles. Mario, Zelda... Donkey Kong. I'm pretty sure. Right. I'm pretty sure as far as sales are concerned, that's where it goes. Nintendo, I mean, you can probably, I mean, who who else could you throw there to, to that's definitely their big three, right? That's, Mario, that's Zelda, and Donkey Kong. Right? Who would, I mean, if you could throw in like a fourth, who would it be? Like maybe Samus or something like that? Yeah, Metroid would basically right. be Metroid. their, yeah, that would be their next one. That's their big four, the big three I would mean, be I mean, Mario. You can't, Zelda, go, you can't go a Mario Kart or Smash Brothers because that's derivative of Mario. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. It all stems from the so, same. So, yeah, I mean, that would have to be their fourth. Or, yeah, no, that would have to be their fourth. Yeah. I can't think of anybody else. But Zelda turned 35 this year in February, and Nintendo really hasn't done much to really bring any light to that, which I which I thought was interesting. What I'm getting at is I read today, right, that um, this is just rumors, though, but it's heavy, heavy rumors. It's just rumors, but it's heavy rumors um, saying that the Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker, and Twilight Princess... Will all come to the to the Nintendo Switch? I mean, honestly, if they haven't done it already, that's just that's just them dropping balls. But Nintendo's weird like this; like they keep things like a couple. A no, couple, they haven't done it already. I, I the mean, Switch doesn't that, have these games. That's kind of mind blowing for me a little bit. Um, They've been really concentrating on their like newer stuff and like I mean, and that, that makes, whole Connecto like. That, that play with friends stuff with the Switch. Everything that the Switch does and what makes it really, really cool, that's what they've been really concentrating on. I get that. And that and that's awesome. I, I mean, we, we've discussed this multiple times. The couch co-op or anything like that. We want this back. Mm -hmm. um, being able to play with friends other than just being online, that, that's a big thing that people are missing. However... I don't get why they would do this. You're making money off of something that's already been created. Yeah, it's all easy. you're doing is just padding money into into your your bank account. I don't yeah. get them. But I mean, I would imagine it coming out with like an HD remake of the games. Now, I no, don't obviously, think. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that Twilight Princess or Wind Waker would need the HD remake. But I would like to see Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask get an HD remake. Uh, I'm with that. Um, honestly, Twilight Princess that came out for the Wii U. Uh, Twilight Princess, I think it was for the wasn't that for the first one? Well, I, it doesn't matter. I think it was for the Wii U, man. It doesn't matter. I played it for a little bit. It might have been on the original Wii. I did, it might have been one that did, Wind that Waker came out, came out for GameCube. Yeah, it definitely came out for both. Um, Wind Waker, I enjoyed, even though Wind Waker was really dope. E even though the the animation was kind of crappy, they did the cell shading kind of thing. I, I dug enjoyed it. it. Yeah, I enjoyed no, it. I dug it. It was a good game. Like I hated it at first, but then like when I got into the gameplay, I was just like, "This is an awesome game. This is a great Zelda game." I even liked the animation, so I don't think they need to do an HD remake of that game. Leave it as no. is. And Twilight Princess still kind of holds up. I wasn't a fan. 
That, that's, Twilight Princess? That was, I, I played it just a little bit, and then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, I'm a wolf? What the fuck is this? Yeah. Um, I, I just didn't like it. I it was like it. super dope. I didn't really play it much. I watched my daughter play it a lot. So okay. I thought it was cool. She's a big Zelda you know, fanatic still. So it's like... But I still haven't played the newest one for the Switch because I don't have a Switch, uh, so I'm going to have to. In fact, I even bought it on the Wii U. But apparently, uh, my system can't play it for whatever reason. I don't know why. That's something that you got it, it was, it figure was, out. It was something with the HD card. I didn't have enough space. And at the same time, uh, I don't really care that much. I'd rather just get the Switch and get it on there. You yeah, know? probably best bet. I think I paid like $20 on eBay for it, so I didn't care. Like, yeah, you, know you probably I mean? just get the Switch and get it on the Switch. But I would like to see something like that go down. Now, honestly, I would love to see um, an HD remake of Ocarina or Orcana, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah, I've Ocarina, multiple, yeah. I've heard multiple different ways to say it. But Majora's Mask is such a an underrated game. Like I feel like people didn't get the concept of it, and it was an amazing game. It was a time travel Zelda game. It wasn't one of my favorites. Uh, honestly, I didn't like it at first either when I was playing it when it came out. But then mm. I, uh, you know, I did need to actually go look up some stuff. It was the first time in my life I actually had to go online and actually look stuff up. This is going back 15 years ago, people. So you go on the internet, you go on Game Facts. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Game Facts. And, and the coolest, and, and this was a great concept <laughs> so for wild. a game. It was only three days, and then the moon crashed into the world, right? And dead. So you can only done. get certain things done. At a certain time in a certain day, right? So it was it was really hard to figure things out, but it made it so much more interesting. And here's the funny part: I remember, okay, back in the day, I got down to the last castle, the last place, basically. I had maybe an hour left to play to this game, and I'm done. Right, I'm done. But at the time, okay, I, w I was dating I was dating this girl who will be unmentioned, and she had a kid Whoa. at the time, right? Yes, living with me. And I let, he wanted to play, so I set him up with his own account and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, his own name playing. and stuff yeah. like that. This, this <laughs> kid deleted the game on me. Oh, boy. And don't get me wrong, I hadn't played it in like oh, six months because, you know, I got a living girlfriend now. You don't got time for video games. Right. But I was so angry. Like, I didn't get mad at him because how can, he's eight. How do you get mad at an eight-year-old, really? But at the same time, yeah. I'm inwardly like, this motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know? My... My nephew pulled something like that on me during uh, a hardcore gaming session of Mario 64 when it first came out. Oof. I'm playing and I'm, you know, I'm rocking out and uh, he pulled the cartridge out of the system. Just crawled over there and yanked it just out. Just yanked it? Yeah, mid-game. I was like, I don't know. I don't know how many things I beat. I was just I was Yeah, pissed. just set you back. <laughs> I was pissed. No, but he did <laughs> it kid. purposely. Like, this was just, oh, I overwrote your file by accident. Oh, no. So My like, nephew was uh, a lot younger than eight. He was just like barely... He was, no, he was walking around, but he was, you know, he was real young. He didn't realize no, what he no was doing. No concept of, I just fucked up your life. No, not at <laughs> all, man. And he winded up growing up to be a major big gamer, you know? So, like, I tell him, like, that story, and he's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, now he's like, I'm so sorry, bro. He's a 21-year-old grown man at this point. He's like, I'm so sorry, buddy. Oh, if, if I talk to him, which is kind of funny because uh, he actually hit me up recently. He's right. now over 21. Like, yeah, oh, shit. it's so crazy. And if I, if I mentioned this to him, too, he'd be like, oh, damn, I did that, bro. <laughs> sorry, dude. 
But there is some good news as far as gaming since we're on the topic. And I feel like this is topic of discussion tonight Let, for some reason. Let's do it. Um, the new Halo Infinite. I heard something about this, but I didn't really read the about it. The new Halo Infinite game is supposed to be coming out in 2021. This year, at some point, I would like to hope it doesn't get pushed back. But you know what? See, before I get onto that, the, the thing with the pushbacks, I was going to talk about it early when I mentioned the Back okay. for Blood pushback. It's something that you've spoke about, and you kind of enlightened me. Oh, I already know where you're going with this. I used to hate the pushback things. Of course, it annoys the hell out of you. You're expecting yeah, you, you right. want it now. I used to hate it, but then you kind of shed some light on some shit for me, and I was like, you know what? You're right, Biz. Because you were just like, listen, let them push it back now, so there's no bugs, uh, or, or there's less bugs and less glitches in the game. Let them get it right. So let them take a few months to get it perfect rather than come out with a half-assed game where sure. there's tons of things wrong with it. It's almost unplayable at a point just to get it out. Honestly, it has killed some games. Yeah, um, look what happened. To, what's, what's the name Ma of that game? Mass Effect Andromeda is one of the biggest underlining ones. How about Cyberpunk just oh, recently? Oh, Cyberpunk. But apparently Cyberpunk still made, somehow that still made them a lot of money. They were giving people their money back. And even with that, I actually read it, and we never actually brought this up, or at least I don't think we did. Even with them bringing, like, refunding mm -hmm. a couple of million dollars. Yeah, they, it was millions, bro. They still made, I mean, I, I could throw a number out there, but I'd, I'd be paraphrasing. They still made over a billion dollars on this game. That's wild. Even with all the fuck-ups. But again, A, it can ruin a game. It right. can literally, like, just make it so that this could be game of the year or no one gives a fuck about it. Yeah, that's a big drop-off. You know, and, and Mass Effect Andromeda was actually one of the biggest ones of that. Um, right. Mass Effect was a great... The first uh, trilogy was uh, hugely popular. Yeah. And then the then they came out with a fourth one that had nothing to do with the other ones. You can tell they didn't put in anywhere near as much development. And there was so many glitches and little things like that. I mean, I was okay with it, but the internet ripped them. And it just becomes a game that is now 10... I think it might even be seven ninety nine if you want to fucking buy it on fucking... Actually, it's on Game Pass. You don't even got to fucking pay for it. Yeah, see that? But you see what Halo Infinite's doing is something that um, any people who play online multiplayer and you play console... See, this is the thing. There's always the console versus the PC and things like this. And if you play any kind of shooter game, any kind of first-person shooter game... That's the second gaming wars. Right, right. Whether it be Call of Duty or whatever kind of first-person shooter and you play it competitively, the people who play PC... Always win. Always have the heads up. Yep. Right? There's And now this is where it comes down to science, man. When you're using your two thumbs to line up a shot on a on a controller, rather than just using the your you know your one hand to point and click on a mouse, your accuracy is always going to be better on a mouse. It's always going to be quicker on a mouse. This is just it is what it is. People who PC game say that that's the superior way to game, and I don't necessarily disagree with them. Also, the specs on the, the systems are usually better. Oh, it's phenomenal. Usually better. I don't, I don't disagree at all. I'm just a console player. I like my consoles. I'm with you. I play on consoles. I have my computers for other things. 
I mean, don't, right? get, don't get me wrong. You, you can hook up your, your your controller to the PC and everything like that. That's but what I was going to mention next. I still don't want that. So I still here, don't want that. So here's what Halo Infinite did. Because there's been so much backlash going on about mostly probably in Call of Duty games, right? I would imagine when you do cross-play, it kind of throws you into a pool of yeah. people who are on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC, right? Uh, and if you want to queue up quick enough, you got to do this. And now you're playing with a whole smorgasbord full of people. And 99% of the time, the PC gamer is going to win, man. It's very hard right. to get a dub on console with the controller. So what Halo Infinite did was if you're playing their version of competitive or ranked or multiplayer matches, like the ones that count, yeah, you cannot play with PC Interesting. So it's so it's basically um, it's called input matchmaking. Now, what this means is keyboard and mouse players will not be able to play with controller slash console players in ranked competitive matches. See, now I'm fine with that. The PC players playing on their own, and the console players, whether it be PlayStation Five or Xbox, whatever, four Xbox, whatever, wherever you at, console you're at, plays with console players. But if you are a PC gamer and you want to play with a friend who's on PS5 or Xbox Series X or whatever it is, you have to plug a controller into your PC to play with them. Ah, okay. So it takes, it takes away the, the little bit of advantage, I guess. Yeah, that's where that input matchmaking comes in. And I think it's fucking genius. But, but here, here's, It really levels the playing field. But here's the funny thing. Um, the, the level field has always kind of been been leveled if you wanted it to be or at least on xbox and i'm pretty sure you can do it on playstation as well not positive but i'm pretty sure you can i know you can do it on xbox you can hook up a, a keyboard and mouse and play play your xbox on a keyboard and mouse you can but you you're gonna have to do that if you want to play with your friend who has a pc gotcha so the so so that pendulum swings both ways huh see i i kind of thought i mean i personally love this in general yeah i um, love it but I kind of thought that the future was going to be somewhat kind of what they do in Fortnite. Basically meaning they do a skill rating. So if if you're good enough that you're constantly like winning in like a... Let's say you're playing on PlayStation. You're constantly winning and stuff like that. You get your skill rating enough that you're now in PC lobbies. But you're playing on console. Well, and it does give you a disadvantage. You're at a disadvantage. You're at a disadvantage. Yeah. But it also puts it like, okay, you're good enough to play with these people, and these people that are playing on piece on like PlayStation shouldn't be playing with you because you're that good. I mean, if, I mean, think about the uh, number of people that must really be like, it's got to be slim, man. It's got to be a, a small number of people. Most, yeah, most, most likely, most, likely. most, most competitive gamers use PC. If you're competitive, mostly. Yes. Right. If you're a professional gamer, you spend the money on the system, which is a hell of a lot more than any any yeah, console. Bulls out of the water. You're playing on PC. So, just to touch on one you more also thing, most likely do not have a, a girlfriend, wife, children. <laughs> 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 to, to to touch on one more thing with the Halo Infinite before we move on, you can still play with your friends in non-competitive matches, though. All right. So you can still join up, but if you, you want to do custom mm. games. 
you can play with your friends and you can and you can make that custom game public so you can get it but if you're playing ranked and competitive man i think this is the, i think this is the way to go and i'm just so happy that uh the production team behind halo infinite is pulling that trigger you know what? i'm actually because down. It, it can't be easy I'm actually down for that, and not even just because PC gamers are usually better than console gamers. I'm down for it more because people go for PC gaming because there's so many mods, illegal mods you can make. You can you can put that auto aim on there. There's so many illegal oh, things. So that, many hacks, man. And it's, it's crazy. So, it's, it's so, so much, crazy. It's so easy on computer. You can, Absolutely. You can do it on console, but it's so much easier on computer. Absolutely. Uh, what was it? A couple of episodes ago... Um, I mean, I, actually, I guess it's like two months ago now. Um, I forget the exact number of people that were banned from COD, but there was a ridiculous... Oh, it was wild. I forget, you told me. Yeah, it was in the millions. Yeah, it was millions, bro. It, it was a ridiculous number. It was millions. I'd be paraphrasing, so I don't want to say the actual number, but it was more than one million people. That is definitely exactly true. That were banned from COD from cheating, auto-aim, stuff like that. So yeah. I'm, I'm all for this. I'm sorry. Yeah, I get you, PC gamers. You know, you're at this level, but you're also kind of scumbags half the time. <laughs> I just I just really wanted to, because not only am I heavily looking forward to the new Halo game, but um, I wanted to talk, because they're like the first to do it, man. They're the first to do it. I mean, I haven't heard anything like that before. I mean, there's people that's like, no, you can only play PlayStation, you can only play Xbox, you can only play PC. But I've nah, never man. seen, I've never seen exactly this. Yeah, the crossplay stuff has been really cool lately, though. As of late, like that's something that you know they that we talked about a decade ago, maybe more than dec. I would probably say more than a decade ago, we were sitting there, and if you didn't have it for PlayStation, you had to buy it for PlayStation to play with your friends. Nowadays, it's yeah. just like. All right, let's just get on and we'll just. Well, there's still uh, mostly PlayStation. Party chat. Mostly PlayStation's the one that's trying to hold back on it because they're like, yeah, we're the ones with the more players. We don't want. We don't. They have do the this. more exclusive titles, honestly. PlayStation, it, it, yeah. But even if it's not exclusive, like let's just take Overwatch for example. That that that's a game that we play a lot for people listening at home. A lot, yeah. Um, so there's absolutely no reason in the world that it's not crossplay. In fact, like, you know, they've actually lost a lot of players recently because, you know, the game's in stagnant right now. Overwatch 2 is supposed to yeah, come out Yeah, they're working on Overwatch year. 2. But, so there's no updates coming out for the first one, And obviously. Jeff Kaplan just left. Exactly. But at the same time, it's they've lost a lot of players because there's nothing going on other than just the regular events that they do every year. So, I mean, opening up cross-play for stuff like this would be amazing. They for should the, test it now if they're the going to. players. But here's the thing. PlayStation doesn't want to do it. Well, PlayStation is just like, well, why are we sharing anything with you guys? We want people to buy our system, not yours. Yeah. Yeah, you want to play with your friends? Well, then you need to buy a PlayStation. I, I get it. I mean, I get it. I, I understand it. But at the same time, you have to understand what the future is of what it is. I get it. But Gaming then again, you changed. can't even buy one if you wanted to right now. <laughs> I should have known you were going to go this way. You can't even, I wasn't even planning on going this way, but you can't even buy one right now if you wanted to. It's rough. It's rough out there. It's wild. I mean, even for the Xbox, too, it's still hard. People are still like on the, it is on the internet, wilding out, complaining. It on, like, but it is easy. Twitter is a crazy world, man, right now. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, it's a crazy, crazy, crazy world. This is why I don't fuck with Twitter. I'm sorry. I don't. Yeah, but I find some, yo, I, I find crazy things on there, man. 
I'm sure you do. I listen, I should probably join, but I, I kind of have my, my, I'm at my fill with social media. Like. I find some wild shit. I was searching through Twitter on Cash and Crow, by the way. Fuck, you were tweeting? You can, no, I don't really tweet much. I tweet every episode that we have out. So you guys can get us on there. Obviously, if you guys are big on Twitter, you can get us at Cask and Crow. That's one word. But I, yes, one word, Cask and Crow. Um, but I came across this crazy shit the other day uh, that I really wanted to bring up on the show and talk to you about because we both worked at Hollywood Video yeah. and we were both fun employees at a, a video rental store. And I just wanted to bring this up, man. I came across this Oklahoma woman, right? Her name was Karen McBride. Oh, why does it got to be a Karen? It's a Karen, and she spelled it with a C, so it's just even more uh, wild. She's even extra cunty. Okay. <laughs> but she was innocent. I, I mean, as so she claims. Innocent. All right, so check this out. She was brought Every up. Every Karen says they're innocent. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she was brought up on decades-old felony charges over movie rental, dude. What? Over a movie rental that apparently she did not return on time. <laughs> hold, hold, hold on, hold on, okay. Fucking felony charges, dude. So, so question, question, question. I, I'm going to A, assume this is middle America someplace. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, okay, you said that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what rental store is still there? This is dead. No, this is decades old. This happened in 2007, 2008, bro. This is decades-old felony charges. <laughs> she was brought up okay. 21 years ago, right? Someone under her account rented Sabrina the Teenage Witch on VHS and never on brought that VHS. shit back. On v and never brought it back, bro. <laughs> oh, so okay. she's being brought up on <laughs> felony charges, dude. Embezzlement. It was the charge embezzlement is the charge that she was brought up on right 21 years ago and she blames it on at the time she was living with some dude and she blames it on the fact that he had rented this shit oh some dude rented sabrina the teenage witch yeah i don't know okay all right <laughs> a that sounds like it's a whole different level of fucked up but whatever in general you know what this sounds like to me it sounds to me like she invited a bunch of people over for a party. A Sabrina the Teenage Witch viewing party? No, 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 because no, that would just be even weirder. But it sounds, One fucking it sounds like within the last year or two that she invited a bunch of people from the neighborhood over. And the guy that owned the video store from 10 years ago seen his fucking movie right there. Yo. Like, Yo, bitch, you never took this back. <laughs> Felony embezzlement charges. So this, So this poor woman, right? Isn't embezzlement kind of like a mafia thing, kind of? No, it's like... <laughs> I don't know exactly what it is, It's honestly. like embezzling funds and things like that. I guess they, like, <laughs> try to equivalent the movie into funds, and she has embezzled whatever that Sabrina Teenage Witch season cost on VHS at the time 21 years ago. Let's just round it up to $20. It, it cost like how $21, much could it, $30 at most. How, how much could it cost? But the show, So sh this woman has had felony embezzlement charges <laughs> on her record for 21 plus years. So she didn't even know that this was going on. She was losing out on job interviews. She was going to job interviews, Biz. What? And she was getting turned down for job interviews and she was like, I have a, like, she would go to a job interview that her resume was perfect for 
and she wasn't getting a call back. And she was like, why am I not getting called? And she just chalked it up to just some kind of like bad luck, bad whatever. Maybe she I was doing do something wrong. Right. right. Maybe she wore the wrong color to the fucking interview. I answered a question wrong. What? Something, right? So this has happened to her multiple times. And then this is 21 years later. So throughout these years, this is happening multiple times to this woman. And then she went to go change her driver's license, right? She went to go change the name on her driver's license and got blocked out of doing it. <laughs> because I guess the government or the DMV was like, <laughs> oh, you're embezzling shit. Yeah, though she was trying to run, that's why she was trying to change her name. <laughs> she had no idea. For a VHS tape. Yeah, 21 years ago. But all's well that all's well that ends well because she uh the video store obviously has been out of business since 2007 to 2008. They I, they they chose not to press any more f charges against her and did they make her pay at least a dollar for a late fee? I don't know. I don't know if you remember that. Okay, so I don't know what the late fees would be on 21 years. <laughs> a decent amount of money. But for people listening at home, okay, so again, we used to work at a video store, kind of like a Blockbuster, but it was the it was the knockoff Blockbuster. Let's just put it like that. I don't I don't and, I don't feel comfortable calling it that. I feel a, I feel comfortable calling it. You know what? For 15 the years, the sister store of Blockbuster. Ah, okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. That's fine. better. Hollywood video. Whatever. Okay, fine. Represent. But at the same time, man. Wait, I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> like, literally, I just drew a blank. You fucked me up, and now I don't remember where I was going. I had a whole idea. You would, you know, you were talking about we used to work at the video store. Oh, okay, okay. So, so we used to work, and we would have people, I swear to God, there were people that would never return their shit on time. They would buy, they would rent five, six movies, and every single one of them every week were, was late. Oh, these were they would have repeat seen, offenders though. I've seen three thousand dollars wow. in late fees before, and I'd be like, "Yeah, dude, can you pay a dollar? So I'm not supposed to rent to you right now. We kind of want. Be, can you just pay pay a dollar?" <laughs> and there'd be so many people would be like, "Nah, three grand." Dude, but then what are you going to do? Give me 75 cents. When on. they're like, no. All right, here. Have it back by Tuesday. And they're like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Well, that's basically what happened. It's not coming back. It's coming back when I want to bring it back. Although I do remember one time there was a guy that was like a known thief in the store. Mm -hmm. And he came in to rent something. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Get I'm, the fuck out of here. I'm at, yo, there was so many people's accounts that used to be flagged. No, but this you guy, pull them up, they would scan their card. It would come up like, don't sell to this customer. No, no but th th don't th rent them. This was a guy that I had literally caught him stealing before, trying to break shit open and get out. Oh. So, like, I, like you're known, dude. I tell you to leave every time I'm here, but you still come back when I'm here. What the fuck? You should know I'm here. And I remember one time he came in and he was legitimately trying to, to rent a movie on someone's account. And I was just like, dude, get the fuck out of here. I'm not, I'm not renting this to you. No. And he went, I guess he went back to the car or maybe his girl was outside or something like that. What an asshole. And then all of a sudden, like five minutes later, the, the girl comes in and she waits online. She comes up to the counter directly to me and she's just like, uh, yeah, I tried to rent this video and you just, and I was, I, I didn't want to blow up the guy's spot, but at the same time, I'm just like, what do you want me to do? Like he steals shit every other fucking week. I'm not going to rent to him. <laughs> guy's like, a scumbag. He can't come here no more. Like, He's on. banned. We banned him. Speaking of assholes, Biz, do you have an asshole of the week? Yes and no. Yes and no. I do. I do. Is the answer yes? 
Yes. Or is it no? Yes, I have one and a half. <laughs> Asshole of the week. Let me get it. Okay, so just going to the the main thing here, okay? So I just read this week that a huge company is raising the prices on its product, which is not actually unheard of because right now during COVID, everyone's claiming that they're, they're, they're you know losing money from this last year and blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But you know what? Do you know what industry we're talking about? The fucking toilet paper industry. <laughs> Wait, the toilet paper industry is claiming that they've been losing money during COVID? They're saying that they're raising prices because toilet paper is basically made out of pulp, which is more or less like, you know, broken down trees. Well, you're breaking this shit down way too complicated Sorry, for, for but, me to process right now. But the toilet paper industry <laughs> is saying that they're going to have to raise prices moving forward because their costs are going up. Motherfucker, if there is one industry that did not get hit at yeah. all in the last did year. Did you forget? It was the toilet paper industry. They forget. They must have forgotten. You sold out of everything that you had in your warehouse. They must have forgotten the toilet paper pandemic of 2020. Dude, I don't know. I don't fucking know. But I mean, even if it's only five cents, you were the one industry other than the alcohol industry that should that did not suffer at Facts. all. If anything, you had to pull up production just to sell shit. No doubt. No doubt. I understand this is a really shitty industry, but still, like, come you, on. <laughs> I see what you did there, Busy. Yeah, I see I, what you I, did I, there. I, I had to throw up. The asshole of the week title is fitting for the toilet paper industry. <laughs> However, on a more personal note, on a, no, on a more personal note, do you want to know who really is the asshole of the week? What? The Asian woman on the train on the way here that took her shoes off and put the her feet right on the seat in front of her. What do you mean? Like she sat she, she with her was, feet up? She was sitting down. And if you're in New York, I don't know if trains are different anywhere else. I've never really been in trains anywhere else. But they're nicer. Probably. I'll tell you that. You know, you got three seats facing the other side of the train. And then you have two seats facing like, you know, the three people that are facing the other side of the train. Right, right. So she's sitting, she's sitting on the two, the two seater. Okay. Took her shoes off and put her bare feet on the fucking three-seater right in front of her. It's pretty gross, man. Like, so now she's, was she sitting on the outside of of the? No, inside. Two-seater? No, inside. All right. So she's basically taking up two to three seats. Huh. Even, even if she wasn't taking up two or three seats, put your fucking disgusting feet away. Nobody wants to see this. This no. isn't the beach. There is no etiquette on the train anymore. This, no. There is, and that's keep your fucking shoes on. Yeah, facts. No matter how. I, get, I, get I mean, it. Li listen. There are things. There are things. It's a train. It's New York. It gets disgusting. There's homeless people that sleep all over. Understood. It. There's, there's people who take a shit on a train, but at the same yeah, time, definitely. If you're one of the people that have a fucking home, put your fucking shoes, your feet back in your shoes. <laughs> I don't want to smell that shit. I don't want to see that shit. Is that uh is that uh is that gonna be Cask and Crow's new motto, man? Oh god damn. I'm sorry, <laughs> but this is on the way here. I'm looking I made eye contact with this woman like you're fucking disgusting. <laughs> Did you tell her anything? No, because I'd just be on fucking on camera being like, oh, oh, yeah. no. You would get flamed for it. Maddie Biz is upset. Until next week, everybody. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. We love you. God bless.
Oh, yeah.